Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you again as we continue along through the Gospels. Today we're in Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 41. It tells us that his parents went to Jerusalem every year to the feast of the Passover, and he was 12 years old. You know, this is pretty much the only part of the Gospels that we get an insight of his youth. Being 12 years old, you know, the best we could tell, he entered into the public ministry at the age of 30. So, you know, we get quite a few years here of 18 years where we don't really know too much of what happens to, to Jesus. But here we see here at 12 years old, his parents took him up to Jerusalem because it was the feast of the Passover. And they went up into Jerusalem according to the customs of the feast. Otherwise, that was something that was very normal for people to do, was to go to Jerusalem to celebrate the feast. And when they had finished the days, otherwise the days of the feast, and they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it, but supposing him to have been in the company that that went that day, that went went out a day's journey. Otherwise, there was a a large group of people traveling together. And so he was thinking, well, as a young kid, 12 years old, he's probably with his friends running around, and they lost track of Jesus where he was at. Where he was at. So a day's journey had gone by. And so they sought them amongst their relatives and acquaintances, and they did not find him. And so Joseph and Mary returned to Jerusalem seeking him. He says, now, now so it was that the three days that they found him in the temple. So they were searching for Jesus for three days. You being a parent, you can imagine the anxiety that you must have had where, they, where you couldn't find your, your boy. They were looking all over Jerusalem. And, of course, they didn't have phones, cell phones, and, you know, a way to be able to stay in contact with not only the, the company that you're traveling with, in case he showed up there, or to be able to contact Jesus. And so they were looking all over the place. And and, it, and then they, what it tells us that after three days, they did find him. They found him in the temple sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. It's so beautiful. Jesus asking these scribes questions. I'm sure it was amazing. Wouldn't you love to be able to have that recorded, to be able to hear those things that Jesus was asking them? And so when they saw him, otherwise the parents, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. Hey, and I think that would have been a normal reaction to a mom saying, Where'd you go, boy? We've been looking for you. And he said unto them, otherwise Jesus said unto them, Why did you seek me? Do you not know I must be about my father's business? What a beautiful statement Jesus says here, and a great thing for us to apply into our lives. He said, first of all, he said, why are you seeking me? Don't you know that I must be about my father's business? Jesus was always about the plan of the father. What was the plan of the father? What was the business of the father in order to demonstrate his love towards us? 
that while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for us in order to redeem us, to bring us back into fellowship with, with God. And so the business of the Father ultimately was fulfilled at Calvary. Remember what Jesus prayed there in the garden, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Jesus always sought to do the things that pleased the Father. I think there's a lot that we can learn from that. First of all, for us to consider, what is our business? Is our business the Father's business? Or we're too busy with our own business, trying to fulfill our own needs. Sometimes believers get confused with that. When they're saying, I'm seeking the Lord, but in reality, they're still seeking themselves, trying to find fulfillment in this world. If that's you, let me tell you something. You'll never find your fulfillment that you're searching for outside of the will of God. See, the the business of Jesus was the Father's business. What would you say your business is today? Maybe it's you're a baker. Maybe you're a lawyer. <laughs> and may, maybe you got other business that you're a truck driver, a teacher, you name it. You say, well, that's my business. That's what I do for a living. Well, I think as... In fact, I know as believers, it doesn't matter what we do to occupy our living far as the things that we do, but our real business is the things of the Lord, that we should always be conscious, aware of what God is having us to do and then how he might want to use us at any point in time, the awareness that we belong to the kingdom of God and that though we're in this world, we're not of it. And so we, too, should be seeking to know the business, the will of God, what he would have us to do this day, this week, this hour. You know, you say, well, Pastor Terry, how, how do I know that? Well, I think that's staying in touch with God by praying, listening to his voice. I remember being in business many years ago and being in board meetings or meeting with the my sales staff or, or going out and seeing clients. And all the time as I'm out there, I'm praying. As the situations go come up, I go, Lord, what would you have me to do in this situation? And I and as my heart would be prompt, I would follow that. And I've learned to trust that that was God's leading me and guiding me and giving me wisdom from the day for the day or for the situation. And then I'd be looking for God's mercy to be able to help me throughout the day. I must be about my father's business. I like that. I like that, uh, the, way he's, the way he's really emphasized this. And remember, he's 12 years old, and he already purposed in his heart that he was going to be about his father's business. But it says here, but they, being the parents, did not understand the statement which he spoke of them. And he went down with them, and he came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept these things in his heart, and Jesus increased in wisdom and statue and favor with God and men. Boy, folks, I don't know about you. That's good for our lives, isn't it? That we, too, would increase in wisdom. Well, where's the wisdom come from? Well, Proverbs tells us, he says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Wisdom comes from a right knowledge and a right right relationship with God. And we get that as we discover more who he is. That's why I believe that we need to be avid readers of the Bible. 
When I say the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, back and forth, as God reveals his heart and his nature, and we too become in fear of God in, in, a, in a good, healthy sense that we know that he is God and that he said what he meant and he meant what he said. But then also he, he increased his statue and in favor with God and men. As we seek God and we walk before him each and every day, then we too can find that favor with God. I don't think there's anything more that we could look for in our life is to walk in the blessings of God. And that's really what he's talking about, that favor, that we can know him, we can walk with him, and we can just enjoy that great relationship with him. I pray that you are having that. I don't know what the circumstances of life that is surrounding you, but I know that God wants you to, that he wants to bless you this day. I pray that you open up your heart and your mind to the leading of his spirit, that you too would be about the Father's business, and that we might grow in wisdom and knowledge and statue of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, next time, as we continue along in the gospel, of course, we're going to leave the boy Jesus and we'll be entering into the man Jesus as he enters into his public ministry. We're going to be reintroduced to John the Baptist. So I'm looking forward to being with you tomorrow as we continue along in the gospel of Jesus Christ. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.